Great day, beautiful people. Darius Farley here, local realtor serving the millions of South Carolina. Thank you for tuning in. For those who do not know, I am a retired U.S. Army sergeant, a licensed realtor in the state of South Carolina, a designated military relocation professional, and I'm committed to excellence, which means I do extra courses and I have an extra level of ethics training um, involved. I work with clients from the luxury side as well as below luxury, you know, as commoner folks. So whether you're affluent or you're not affluent, I still serve with the same level of service, okay? So you have to cheat, treat the janitor like you do the CEO, you know, with the same respect, because we're all humans at the end of the day. But today's topic, I want to speak to some realtors, you know, or real estate agents, if you're not, you know, credentialized uh, through the National Association of Realtors. My voice a little hoarse, I've been cold calling like crazy. So I might sound a little raspy right now, but I'm going to sip on some tea later some honey, tea, and lemon. Anyways, real estate agents, there are different opportunities if you're not, you know, really feeling the selling or buying side of real estate, you know, handling transactions. There are different opportunities available for you. You can be an on-site agent. So an on-site agent usually works with new construction properties, new, new construction communities, subdivisions, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, you'll see the on-site agents decide model homes within particular subdivisions, like built by Stanley Martin or D.R. Uh, Horton, um, Hurricane Builders, Stanley Martin, uh, Mungo, Lennar. And different builders just in general you'll see these agents out here great southern is a big one down here in south carolina great southern as well but these on-site agents they're typically paid differently um i know some builders pay like w-2s where you're specifically captive to that to them you know, you have to transfer your license over to them if you're uh, if you're with another brokerage, and then they have exclusive exclusivity to your license. So at the end of the day, you're you're a W two worker. So they have a pay schedule. Maybe it's the you know the first and the fifteenth, or the fifteenth and the thirtieth, but it depends on you know when your closings fall in, or when you get paid. So, you know, that's another downfall, you know, in a sense, I think, um, even though you have a set number of properties within a particular subdivision as an on-site agent, you still, you know, you're still not paid like a buyer's agents would with new construction homes. The builder oftentimes will offer the selling broker um, or selling agent more or even a bonus um, if their clients close within a particular time frame. 
I've seen some where, you know, the agency get 3% commission and, you know, a $3,500 bonus if they, they uh, their clients close in less than 20, uh, 28 days. So, I mean, you know, being a listing agent, you still only get paid 2%, you know, 2% commission. So, working with a buyer is more lucrative, you know, as far as on that end. Next, you can be a property manager. You know, you can get certified as a, a certified property manager. Property managers uh, typically do not dive into reselling properties, but they'll be handling properties for different property management companies. They're usually in charge of buildings and lofts and, and condos and, and uh, student housing and stuff like that. And they, I mean, they make. A, a good living you know i was someone that made in the 70s you know being a property manager it's a lot of work you have to make sure that building is in tip-top shape you know and those people's are buying by the codes and you know it's a lot of stuff that happens so especially with college students if you're working on a college dorm oh gosh more power to you another option you can do is uh be uh specialized in leasing a lot of people work with investors around the area they have a big book of business with investors they have leasing clients they're paid a percentage of the rent xyz um, with each client and they'll help people find rentals and they have a service fee and all that other stuff on top of that but i'm i'm not a, a leasing type of guy so but if you're you know into that type of thing and go ahead and shoot for the stars. Um, but that's just not my stilo. It's not enough money in it for me. You have to work with a lot of people. Um, yeah, so you have that aspect of things. Um, of course, you know, your buyer and selling agent, you know, you can specifically work with buyers or you can specialize in listing homes. Um, I, I, me personally, I love listing properties rather than um, working with buyers because buyers are time consuming, very indecisive. At least with listings, I control what's going on with the listing, you know? So yeah, with that, you know, a lot of things happen, but I've had my uh, fair share of uh, terrible buyer experiences working with buyer clients. So uh, that's not on my my list unless you're, you know, I'm selling your property for you. Then, you know, we're going to talk about helping you get into another property. Um, keep from paying capital gains. And things of that nature or purchasing, you know, or doing a, an exchange, uh, 1031 exchange. Anyways. But those are some other things you can do with your real estate license. You know, you don't have to specifically, you know, stick to one thing, you know. Of course, there's people that work with buyers and sellers and things of that nature, but I... I the money is in the listings, you know, at the end of the day. 
I think the money is in in the listings. There's some people that's doing very well at working specifically with buyers, you know, being a buyer's agent. Um, there's some people that that are doing very well working as a leasing agent because they're they're working with these large property management companies, the large investors, and they have a large big book of business that they're able to go through. I just don't have the time for it. You know, I have two young kids, so you know, and I'm married, so you know, I don't have time to be sacrificing my evenings like that. But just some options for you all. Keep it open. Again, share the share this uh this podcast. Um, I hope to make it more insightful and and meaningful and things of that nature. Um, y'all take care and have a great week. Great day, beautiful people. Darius Farley here, local realtor in the Midlands of South Carolina and retired U.S. Army Sergeant. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Click the notification settings and and get notified whenever I post new content as well as share the content. You know, if you find it insightful and you know, some, someone can learn from it, please, by any means, spread the knowledge, share it. That helps out a lot. You know, I'm just trying to reach the masses. Today's topic is going to be authenticity. Authenticity. That's a word that uh get lost in the, in the mix of real estate. Because there's so many, there's so many gurus, quote unquote, so many coaches, so many this, that, and the third. It, it's overwhelming. And most of the comment, the, the content of these individuals are underwhelming. It's, the content is underwhelming, highly underwhelming. Stuff that other people have said that has just been uh, regurgitated. Some people flat out are copying what other uh, creators are are putting out there, which is mind-boggling, especially if you're a so-called coach, and I, I don't get it. It's not a coincidence that your topic revolves around another creator's topic within the same week. It, and the, the word choice that you use it's something that you normally do not use on a regular basis in your other episodes. So that is something to watch out for. Um, a lot of these people, honestly, is they're in it for another stream of income as far as these blog posts and podcasts, YouTube, stuff like that. They just want to get compensated. So they'll they'll mimic other people's stuff, you know, since it's trending to uh, draw their target audience, the the other content creators' target audiences in. So, you know, we all got to eat, but at the end of the day, you have to be authentically you I had to unsubscribe from somebody recently. Like, yo, like, 
I need you to do better than this at the end of the day. It doesn't make sense to me. If you've been in the business, you know, for two decades plus, then by any means, you should not be mimicking newer agents. You'll see a lot of that, especially with the older agents who who are uh, transitioning to uh, being more involved in YouTube and social media, you know, and they're just stiff and uncomfortable and they're faking the funk. So a lot of your favorite real estate professionals aren't as nice as you think they are. They're not as open-minded as you think they are. Some of your top producers with the largest teams aren't exactly who you think they are. Not what they portray. You know, you can you can be a top producer and not be a jackass or a bigot or prejudice. But I'm going to keep the rest of that to myself, you know, at the end of the day. Forgive me for my honesty. I've dealt with... Uh, some uh, unfavorable behaviors and actions from a top producer. And uh, I would I would never want to interact with him again. You know, so anyways, you have to be authentic. Stop trying to sound like everybody else. Now everybody's Ryan Sarnhat, Tom Ferry, Brandon Moore Rennan, Brian Casella. You know, Lloyd, Lloyd, uh, all these other YouTube or Graham Stevens. Uh, you, you're not going to be these people, you know. Be yourself. They're being themselves. You know, they found their own lane and they're sticking to it. You know, the way they communicate and produce videos for their for their target audience. You have to find your niche. Find what you're good at. Me? I know I'm not a transactional type of agent. I am a, uh, I'm a very introspective person. I'm analytical. I don't like to make decisions out of emotion. I know how to turn off my seriousness and when to turn it on. Most of the time I am in serious mode. That's just who I am. But you get to know me you know, and I feel comfortable around you, then you will see my more uh, jubilant side, to say the least. But I'm, I'm pretty open-minded, you know, and I'm open with my clients and prospects and stuff. And those who I connect with, I connect with people that, you know, I don't match well with, you know, so well, it's, you know, oh well. 
you know, at the end of the day, you know, I can't control what somebody else is feeling or what somebody else thinks about me and what their what their perceptions is about me. Some people are closed minded, some people are, are prejudiced and and uh yeah. We wanna keep it at that. You know, they have this stigma on individuals. You know, like a black man has to be aggressive, you know, and, and angry. Or that we're not intelligent. Have a lot of people in my short real estate career try to uh, dumb me down in a sense. You know, I'm more than qualified, especially educationally, more qualified than most of them. I do have a master's in business administration. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I'm very well educated. And on top of that, I've had a, a pretty rough life in the streets, you know, and it, it happens where I have, I'm a good mix of education and street smarts, you know, and it makes sense. It balances one another out. And I get to read people like that. I can tell when I'm going into a listing appointment or a buyer's consultation and, uh, and the people aren't authentic. I can tell when they're concealing something. Being truly authentic will make people uncomfortable. Being yourself and confident in who you are, people will get, you know, they'll turn their noses up at the end of the day. And like, who is this dude? It's not arrogance, it's confidence. I'm confidently settled in knowing that I am a child of God, first off. Second of all, I don't been through enough in life where certain things just don't bother me. Lastly, what you eat don't make me Y'all know the rest. But at the end of the day, you know, we have to uh, we have to learn how to be ourselves. Because there are a lot of people who fake the funk, who uh, lease these uh, luxury cars, spend all this money on these uh, fine linen and threads to look like something that they aren't. They call it, you know, they're playing a game. They're faking the funk, you know, until they have it. I refuse to do that. What you see is what you get at the end of the day. Don't play with me. Y'all take care. Grace and peace. Hey, great day, beautiful people. It's Darius Farley, local realtor and retired U.S. Army sergeant with Coldwell Banker Realty. I just want to say thank you all for your support and listening to this podcast.
share it. Spread your knowledge. Knowledge is power. Today's topic, folks, is faith in real estate. And when I mention faith, I'm not talking about, you know, the market, having faith in the market. I'm talking about my beliefs as far as on a spiritual aspect. Things that govern my life, you know, in a way that I carry myself and interact with individuals. Um, my faith, I'm a Christian. Now I'm a denominational. Um, I'm not religious. I am relationship oriented. I believe in relationship. I do not want to be uh, in the same category as a Pharisee. So that's why I say I'm not religious. Um, you know, I believe in the most high. I believe in Yahushua. And Hamashiach. I believe in the great Elohim. I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. I believe them being one. Three separate roles. I believe in being born again. I believe that Jesus died and was raised for the raised from the dead. I am a believer. I confess that. I am, a, I am a sinner who has been saved by grace, you know. So, but uh, the way that I condone myself or conduct myself, my, my faith and my relationship with the Lord dictates how I interact with people on a daily basis, whether it's positively or negatively, things that affect me, you know, how I react to those, to those things and, you know, what I do, you know, if some obstacles or things come in my way. I think a lot of people get scared you know, to uh, be themselves. By no means is I'm saying force religion down people's throats, you know, your faith and beliefs down people's throats. But it, you should carry yourself in a way that people know that, you know, you're, you're not normal in a sense, quote unquote. They can feel the presence of God on you. They can see it, you know, your life reflects his glory. And that's my mission. I, I just want to touch lives, change lives, and bear to people, you know, be an asset and not a liability as far as the people's lives. I'm all about people changing for the better at the end of the day. We all are infallible creatures. I believe in holiness. I believe that I fall short plenty of times. 
But thank the Lord that he's picking me back up. Whenever I interact with various individuals, my goal is to let the glory of the Lord shine, you know, let his light shine. And just be genuine. Me, I'm naturally, I'm, I'm a caring person. You know, um, I'm a, by nature, I'm a very uh, compassionate, uh, sympathetic, empathetic type of person. I'm very empathetic. I try to be understanding of people's situations and open-minded. I don't Bible thump people on their heads. When I was younger, teenage years, I admit, I used to throw scriptures left and right. That's until I had my own awakening um, after high school. And um, I thought I, I would completely ruin my life, you know, uh, during that time frame. But uh, I thank God for growth. But anyways, there's a lot of believers who are real estate agents. But you would not know by the way they conduct themselves. Because they're trying to fit into the crowd. It's okay to stand out. With people's consent, you know, if they ask for a prayer, you know, you ask to pray for them and they, you know, they consent to it, pray for them. You know, ask them if they, hey, are you a believer? I mean, I don't want to overstep any boundaries and say a prayer for you. But that's just my thoughts on things. I know a lot happens. Um in regards in, in people's lives. You know, we all stray here and there. Um, we all at different levels of our spiritual walk. But God is faithful. Y'all take care and God bless.